Hey there, you're listening to the Authentic Online Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Gray, and I just released a book called Empty Nest Awakening, Weaving the Threads of Your Passions into Purpose. Since this is a marketing show, and because we have many listeners interested in launching books, we're doing a series on how to market a book. In my last episode, number 90, called Empty Nest Awakening, Ruthie Gray's Inspirational Book on Rediscovering Passion in Life, I mentioned topics we're covering in upcoming episodes, including how to launch successfully and how to reverse engineer your launch. But first, I want to share a behind-the-scenes conversation concerning my initial thoughts on writing a book, including traditional versus self-publishing. I had this conversation with Kent Sanders of the Daily Writer podcast, who is so wise and smart, and you should definitely check out his podcast. I was wondering if I should self-publish or go traditional. That was the question. You may be wondering that too. So we're going to explore the topic and briefly share pros and cons of both today. Keep in mind, this list is not extensive and is written from my perspective with my subsequent decision in mind. I can't wait for you to hear this. So now, listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now, here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Last year at around this time, 2022 in the fall, I had a conversation with Kent Sanders of the Daily Writer podcast. And as we were chatting about our businesses, he said something that took me by surprise. I wonder if you should write a book. Kent is a very wise person and has written books, coached others in book writing, and does some ghostwriting too. So when he said that to me, it gave me pause to wonder and reflect, should I write a book? Well, I do have a couple of books, but they're from my very early blogging days on my parenting site, I commented. But Kent's comment got me to thinking and praying if I should write another book, a hard copy. And as I prayed, I felt the Lord nudging me that now is the time. Now, writing a book wasn't on my radar, although I have always wanted to produce a hard copy. It wasn't on my radar because I have a business to run. And trust me, running a business while writing a book isn't exactly the easiest thing to do. And I can say that now in hindsight. But God got my attention through Kent, and today I want to share a candid follow-up conversation we had after I decided he was right. Once you've decided to write a book, you have many options to consider, like what to write about. (laughs) But one of the first things in a writer's mind is usually, should I go traditional or self-publish? So that was my question, and today you're going to hear from our conversation, the options discussed, the route I ultimately landed on, and why. Listen in. In our very initial, very first meeting, you said, I wonder if she should write a book, and that sort of stuck with me, and ever since then, I've gotten 
like confirmation from a lot of different sources that that's it's probably about time. And that's the first thing I ever wanted to do. Really? Um, 15 years ago when I started blogging. And I did do a couple of short ebooks for parents, but then I got into the business to support my habit. I get it. Uh, yeah. And so then I just never had peace about writing a book. I write all the time, of course, for everything we all do. But I received the peace about it this year. Mm. This is going to be the year. This is the year. Cool. To write the book. So I'm that's so awesome. excited. I'm in the process of researching exactly what that's going to be. But the nice thing is I built my platform for so long that when I made the announcement, everybody's I can't wait to read it. It's going to be great. And I'm like, what should it be about? <laughs> Do you want it to be something that supports your business or something that's on a different topic or... Do you have any specific goals for it? When I polled my people, there are two glaring things that they wanted to know about. One was authenticity, but it's my clients that have been with me so long are like, it's so much more than that. It's about your life and how you fit all this in, like the caregiving and the parenting and the empty nesting and the entrepreneurship. So it may be something like that, where I just do a compilation of chapters about different eras of my life and different ways that brought me where I am. And then we see, test that and see from that, what other books could come out of that. Yeah. Just, I don't really know, but I am in the, the beginning stages of, at first I was like, I'm definitely going traditional publishing because I already know I'm going to a writer's conference this year. The same one I went to last year was speak up with Carol Kent. And I thought, I see all of the people there you can connect with and I'm just going to have a proposal ready. I have a friend, Daylene Bickle. Yeah, she's great. And I talked with her last week and I said, I think I'm definitely going to go traditional. And so she just let me talk me through what to do. And after the call, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should have asked the question differently. And so then I just asked her and she was like, self-published might not be easier, but you won't wait two years to get your book published. And exactly. Like that. You're going to be doing all your own marketing anyway. Mm -hmm. the, the publisher, like authors sometimes get irritated because they feel like the publisher's not doing enough to market their book, but that's not the publisher's job. They're not a marketing agency. They are a publisher. Their job is to get the book out into the world. It's always the author's job to market it. Mm -hmm. And even if you hire a PR firm, they're only going to do so much. And then once you stop paying them, then it's all on you again, basically. Mm -hmm. And the book rights belong to them. I got to thinking too, I'm the marketing person. I know how to yeah. market this. And maybe this will be good for my writer followers to see that, hey, she's got a book now. Totally. And she knows how to market it. She's got a book and she knows how to market it. Maybe that should be the next book. I want it to be something that people read Obviously, my crowd is going to read it. They're ready, pretty ready and right. But I've got to reach the crowd that doesn't know me. I think what I want people, though, to know is this is not just about an entrepreneur. This is about a midlife mom who actually found light. She grew up and found out what she wanted to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
It's so fun for me to listen to that initial kind of wondering what to write about stage and how the book came to cover those topics I mentioned in Empty Nest Awakening, juggling the balls of caring for adult parents, grandkids, and keeping a pulse on adult kids and the lines of communication open amidst dreaming of building a business or learning a craft, deciding what to do in the second half of life. Those were all ideas I had that I carried through in the book, Empty Nest Awakening. To learn more about this process and how I arrived at my topic, you can go back to episode 90, but I did want to reiterate the differences between traditional publishing and self-publishing. And I want you to know there's no right or wrong way. Kent and I both agree and believe that they each have solid purposes, but the author really needs to decide his or her goals in publishing. So here were mine. Number one, time factor. I wanted to write and publish a book in 2023. It is possible for self-publishing, which was ultimately my biggest reason for going that route. Because to go traditional, you need to first write a book proposal, then meet with an acquisition editor to see if there's interest in publishing your book topic. You need a solid concept, and sometimes the publisher will say, no, we're not looking for that. Or they'll say, tweak it like this and come back. Sometimes they'll say, sure, give me the proposal, and then you have to write the proposal and return to see their response. They may say, rework this part and cut that part and write the book. If they like the book after it's written, there are more steps to take before you get published. And you're looking at around two years. This is the biggest reason I decided not to pitch my book at Speak Up. But that's not to say I won't do it at some point. Number two, book rights. I want the rights to my own book because it is my story. I wasn't willing to share this book with everyone and have restrictions such as leave this out and make it slanted in a certain direction. I wanted to own the rights to my story. Number three, book royalties. The book I wrote was not only about empty nest and a way for people to learn about me. I had a second goal in mind. Remember when Kent asked me what my goals were? Well, this book was to show the world that I built a business as an empty nest mom, which would ultimately bring me clients and pay me for book sales. I wanted to generate funds for my business, in other words, and book sales plus client leads have done that already, even in the initial launch phase. I decided I didn't want to split the cost with a traditional publisher this time around. Why not have a second stream of income that's also feeding your client leads? With traditional publishers, you will have to split the cost. That's not to say Amazon lets me keep all my book earnings because they do get a cut as the go-between. But I do believe that I'm earning more than I would with a traditional publisher, at least with this first book. Ultimately, I self-published with the hybrid publisher Market Refined Media. I hired them to do the things I didn't want to do, such as formatting, book cover design, illustrations, ISBN numbers, uploading to Ingram, Spark, and Amazon, all the little things that go into self-publishing a book. And now I don't have to split royalties. Done and done. I'll leave a link for Market Refined Media in the show notes. Check them out if you're thinking of self-publishing. They're fantastic. 
Remember Kent's comment on marketing? That's the author's job, even if you hire a PR firm. And traditional publishers want to see you doing it. They have guidelines. If they're going to take a chance on you, they want you marketing their book. I had Market Refined Media make a launch timeline for me so that everything got done by my original goal of October 17th. That included pulling book quotes, creating graphics, creating launch emails for my list, as well as setting up a Facebook group and running my launch team and sending those emails. I was very hands-on in this part, rewording and tweaking the newsletters to be in my own unique voice, as I advise you to do too if you go this route. They've done a fantastic job of running this launch, but ultimately, I kept a hands-on approach to all my social media, planning reels, posts, stories, and lives, according to my model for launching. After all, I have launched a few times myself. In a few weeks, Market Refined Media will be done helping me with my launch, and I will be solo again, and you'd better believe I'll continue spreading the word about my book. It's not over after six weeks. As Karen Carpenter sang, we've only just begun. So what would your choice be? Traditional or self-publishing? Give it time and consideration before jumping in. And if you found this podcast helpful, would you please share it on social and tag me at Ruthie Gray? That helps spread the word about our podcast which helps keep us on the air because if people love it, we're not going anywhere. Why did I self-publish? Because of the time factor, book rights, and book royalties. Consider these three things when deciding which route to publish and don't forget to grab your copy of Empty Nest Awakening, weaving the threads of your passions into purpose for yourself or a friend or maybe even as a Christmas present. Next week, we'll talk about how to plan a successful launch. Until then, be sure to share your message, your way, in your own authentic voice. 